What's up, everybody? Welcome to the very first episode of the Laughing Dads podcast. I'm one of your hosts, David, alongside Fern and Alex. What's up? Uh, we are a conversational podcast, uh, bringing you topics of discussion uh, for your amusement. If you like what you hear and you like what you see, check us out at youtube.com slash laughing death and uh, our Instagram, uh, instagram.com slash laughing death podcast, and even on Twitter at laughing death. Um, yeah, so here we go, guys. Very first episode. Yeah. Um, you want to do this for a while? I've been wanting to do this for a while. I mean, we've been talking about it since, uh, I want to say, like, February, yeah. I, I think. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I mean, months have been going by since I've been thinking about wanting to to actually, like, go through with it. And then finally, uh, we, did it, we ran a pilot, and I felt really confident with that. So I just, I feel like, all right, let's go ahead and give it a shot and... Uh, I mean, here we are, yeah. guys. Giving so. it the shot, right? Giving it the shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the old college try. Yes. Cool. So, uh, who has a topic? Who wants to go first? Uh, I don't know. I think you should go first. You're a host. Yeah. Throw it out there. Let's see. What are we talking about today? All right. Cool. So, um, let's talk about first jobs. All right. So, uh, exiting my freshman year, I just turned 15. Everybody, you know, freshman year is typically the year for the quinceanera and stuff like that. But obviously, I didn't turn uh, 15. I, I didn't turn, uh, I didn't have a quinceanera. <laughs> I wasn't Rick. Uh, <laughs> and so they sent me off to uh, Pflugerville, Texas, which is slightly north of Austin yeah. and uh, around the Round Rock area. And uh, I started, started my first job. I went and applied at a movie theater, which was like, was literally right down the street from us and uh, I sat in on my first interview and uh, I was so nervous I vomited while in the interview <laughs> oh, God. I just told him he was like so he just tried to create conversation with me and I just shut up you're I just, high I, shut up <laughs> I just like could not talk and I just like started dry heaving and I like he was like all right you can go so that didn't go very well so uh, I applied also at KFC uh, and I got the job uh, when I walked in, they asked me if I was Hispanic. I said, yes. And they're like, do you speak Spanish? I'm like, I can butcher it like no one's business, but <laughs> I understand it. And I can speak Tex-Mex. Oh, yeah. Uh, so favorite. they're like, okay, cool. So you can speak to our, our cooks in the back. And I'm like, all right, no problem. It's always um, the cooks, right? It's always the cooks. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I had two uh, managers. I had the store manager. She was this uh, short little white lady. And then I had this uh, second manager, the assistant manager, uh, she was from Brazil, spoke very like broken English and would curse a storm in like, uh, Portuguese. Yeah. So it was, it was just different being from the Valley and not being surrounded by, you know, different, different cultures and stuff like that. So it, it was eye opening for me. Uh, but I mean, I got hired and then, uh, how long were you there? I was there for about four months. Four months. Okay. Yeah. So I, I got picked up and. I mean, they were like, all right, cool, we're going to have you work the window, we're also going to have you work the front, you speak English and Spanish, you talk to the cooks whenever we tell them to, get, uh, to move a little bit faster, I just say, like, rápido, rápido. Riva, riva. And all the way in Pflugerville. In Pflugerville, wow. yeah. So, I mean, I didn't have to... You think you might have escaped the Spanish a little bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know? I've been to Pflugerville, too, and it's... I don't know. I was like, okay, like, I'm really not going to have to talk to anybody other than the cooks, because, like, everybody yeah. in Pflugerville, it's a very diverse area, so... Um, it was, it was cool, and like they were like, all right, go ahead and take over the front. And so I let the front by myself, and just typical customer service, talking to customers, getting yeah. their orders, uh, prepping a little bit. And then one time they called me, and they're like, hey, man, we need you to come in and uh, and, and come in at 8 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, why? Like Typically, I would go in at 10. I'm like, it's kind of like stupid. Yeah. Uh, and so they call me in. They're like, hey, man, we're going to have you uh, help us meal prep. And I'm like, oh, hell. Like I told them, like, I don't touch food. Like, I don't want to do anything with food because I don't want to mess anything up. And they're like, no, it's cool. It's easy. All you're going to do is make a coleslaw for us. And I have, I don't know if you know this about me, but I have a phobia of... Coleslaw. No, <laughs> well, not just coleslaw, but like if I can't see through a liquid, it 
freaks me out. Like, if it's not translucent enough, like, like soda's fine, orange crush, that, that stuff I can do. Water, of course. But if it's milky looking, I can't do it. I have orange a, juice? I have a phobia. I mean, I can see through it if there's ice in it, you know? But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Orange juice is great. Huh? Um, <laughs> yeah. But they told me, all right, we're going to go ahead and have you uh, meal prep for us. So they brought out this giant plastic trash can. And I'm like, what is this? And they're like, oh, are you, this is going to be coleslaw. And I'm like, I thought it was going to be like a little container where I just like mix it, you know? And they're like, no, you have to like put your hands in there. And so they hand me these long ass gloves, kind of like, have you ever seen uh, a veterinarian put on like a glove to check like a cow? Oh, oh like yeah. To, it's like a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. It's like, a body glove. You know, it was, yeah. it was so, two hands that you put on like a vest. <laughs> and so you would put the, the gloves on and they're like, all right, cool. Now you need to cut the bag so they gave me a giant bag of like coleslaw cutting wait so it wasn't like a like a big ass stick you just like mix it with you no. have to like literally just dig in there yeah they told me you need to what i was i asked this? them like where's the where's <laughs> the, the spoon they're like no spoon you put your hands in you there are the spoon and you <laughs> toss it i wanted this you gotta be the coleslaw <laughs> yeah oh, I was like, no way like this is this is disgusting um so i mean it was my first job. I'm not going to tell them no. I'm like super influential. So wait, is this where you, where that phobia or just your hatred towards coleslaw was created, or did this you is beforehand? Where it was created. Okay. Like okay. I never cared for it because I was just like, who wants wet salad? Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's gross. So it was it wasn't until this incident. It was okay. until this incident. So I got the bag of veggies, cut it open with a box cutter, dumped it in the bin. There's no liner in it. There's it's just a bin for coleslaw. It's like coleslaw on the outside. Like it's fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then Jeez. they gave me this giant ketchup packet of mayonnaise. And a bag? I, okay. A bag. Oh, it's clear and it didn't look white. It was like an off yellow. And I'm like, this is, there's something wrong with it. <laughs> and they're like, no, don't worry about it. Just cut it open and pour it in. So I'm like, all right, no big deal. So I went ahead and like cut the bag open, pour it in there. And then they're like, all right, go ahead and start mixing it. I when just, I was, I could just imagine the smell. Oh, it was oh, man. disgusting. I hate mayonnaise in general, and then having to be face to face with it is is horrifying for me. Um, and so I had to. I, at the time, I was tiny. So up until I was, I'm six foot now. But when I was a freshman in high school, I was four eleven. When I was a sophomore, I was five three. And then from junior year to senior year, that summer, I went from. Five three to six foot, so I had a giant growth spur. So yeah, I was four eleven at the time, and they told me, "All right, go ahead and start mixing it." So I <laughs> jumped in my, there. Yeah, I, I <laughs> like the bin. The end of the trash can was at my hips, so I needed to get to the very bottom. So I'm in there, and I'm trying to, like, the bin is like slipping and stuff, and I'm trying to mix this thing, and it, the smell hits me. You're in this fucking bin. I'm in this fucking bin. And How big smells. is this bin? It's a giant trash can like the one we have in the stock room. And you were in it. And they was, made you get they in made, it. Not in it, but I was hanging over it. Like I was le- laying over it uh-huh. trying to like toss this fucking salad. <laughs> 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 and so that okay. morning I was like, okay, like I had to go to work. So my, I woke up with my brother because he had to go work at a, at a bank uh, and he made me breakfast. And I'm like, all right, no problem. I'm like, I... If you don't know this about me, I don't like eggs. I don't typically eat breakfast. Um, but I, I'll eat the hell of a bacon taco. So my brother made me like four bacon tacos with like th- two or three strips each. And I'm like tearing it up. So I'm like, all right, cool. Like I went on a, on a full stomach yeah. and I was in there. But the f- fumes of the smell hit me. And I just started dry heaving. I'm sitting in the... <clears throat> Like, I'm just dry heaving, just thinking about tossing the stupid thing, and it's everything. I'm claustrophobic at the same time, and I just hurl inside the, the coleslaw. Kept mixing it? <laughs> I didn't want to get fired, so I, t- I mixed that oh, shit in there. I just kept shit. mixing it. Yeah, I just, it was... Some spice up in that It was disgusting. It, it was chunks of tortilla and, and bacon in it, and I just kept mixing it until you couldn't tell that... There was tortilla or bacon in it, and I served that motherfucker. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's bad. I yeah, I, I hear now from 
some of our coworkers that work at restaurants, I was like, if, and if anybody finds out that you did anything stupid, there's a fine that you could pay. Even if you, like, say, oh, I spit in your food. Lucky this was 17 years ago. Yeah. And, so, and allegedly, you allegedly did this. Just Allegedly, yeah. Or maybe <laughs> I'm just making a story. Yeah. Still follow us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... I I had to serve it, so I I, pour, I, I didn't want to get fired. So yeah, and it was I, a huge batch of horsepower. You don't have to do it again. Yeah. Why waste it? You know. Yeah. And uh, as I worked, I just saw it go out the door. And that is my. <laughs> I feel like maybe that would have given you some comfort. It's leaving. It's leaving me. Yeah. <laughs> You're in me now. Oh, I'm in you. I, you are me. <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. It was. It was traumatizing. Now, did this incident happen? I mean, you said you were there for four months. Was this the beginning of your time being there, or is this towards the end already? Is, is that was is that like a deciding factor why you left? Like, well, I mean, it was probably like two or three weeks into the job, oh, and I mean, I had, they had even scheduled me like four or five days a week. And I would go in at ten a.m. if I was opening, or I'd go in at like five. Yeah. closing. Okay. And um, I mean, it was just weird to have to go in at eight o'clock in the morning to go do this. So especially at that age, it feels like it's so it feels like it's so early. And you just don't want to do anything past like twelve. I mean, or, yeah, I wanted to sleep in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're so used to having this routine, right? Back in before college and shit. Yeah. High school. It was. It was. It was traumatic. Um, so served it, and uh, manager comes over, and I'm crying. I'm like, I, I would never do that again. I don't want to do this. It wasn't tears because I was traumatized. It was tears because I had just thrown up in the food, and so. Um, yeah, I don't, it was weird and I'm not proud of it, but it is something that when somebody says like, Hey, you want some clothes? I'm like, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So. Well, see my, my first job wasn't, I don't know if I haven't had very, very many jobs, but my first job wasn't exciting. I mean, I was there in, in the mall, zoomies right after high school, you know, working. If you could even want to call it a job, they would give me four hours a week. You know, but I mean, I just worked at Zoomies. Uh, you don't have any gross stories like David? No, it's not many. No, not very many gross stories. A lot of weird uh, incidents as in like, not going to drop names, but I was for first learning how to run the register, right? And slow day out there in the outlets. And uh, I was out there, no customers for a block of three hours, right? Somebody comes in, I needed something. The supervisor was in the back saying he was doing something in the stock room. I'm like, okay, I, the customer needed something. I didn't know how to answer it. I had to go back there. As I'm walking back to the door, I open it. It only creaks open about a foot. He, his door, his foot stops it like a little block. And he looks over. I look in, two dudes, supervisor and a friend holding tall boys drinking in the stock room and i'm like what the fuck like Dang. this is what you're doing back here i'm like okay i'll be right there bro close the door and i'm like come back out thought, that's like the only weird thing to go a different direction no no that was <laughs> i mean i don't know why they trying to get into a vibe but <laughs> that's the only incident really that really happened there not really interesting my second job was the more interesting one when i was working up north but i don't need to get into that right now so be another <laughs> yeah be another time there <laughs> that's crazy so you worked at that store and uh how long were you there uh, about a about a year and a half almost two years ouch and they only give you four hours a week i mean unless it was peak season yeah even if it was peak season i'd get 18 hours maybe 20 hours but i mean i was at school too and i mean not financially paid for everything really wasn't that bad yeah had enough for gas some food essentials yeah vans <laughs> Nice. Get some shoes. Yeah, my first job was there at the outlets as well, as a another shoe store, and um, I was there for like two years maybe, uh, before it closed down. And uh, yeah, it was pretty chill there. I mean, I would get more hours than four, like four hours, but yeah, it was pretty cool, especially because the manager, manager would come in, clock in, and then just leave for the day. But you were an associate, a yeah. sales associate. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the uh, assistant manager would just be cool. It, it wasn't. It didn't get too busy. It didn't get too slow. Where there's nothing to do. It was just. It was a cool vibe. Yeah. And see what I what I enjoyed about 
going from my first job to my second job in the machining fabrication industry is how much craziness happened in that fabrication shop, dude. Like, I mean, how we, so? we would operate like fork, we'd operate forklifts. So we had a lot of machinery and stuff. I'm 19, 20 going into the job, right? And we would do, I mean, there was no cameras in at the time. We would do shit like my friend would get on a forklift. I'd be on the forks of this forklift. He'd lift the forks all the way up in the oh, warehouse. Shit. <laughs> 50 feet. Oh, no. 100 feet. Like, and I'm up there <laughs> just like, all right, I'm, I've had enough yelling down. All right, get me down. Turn off the forklift. They leave. <laughs> and I'm just up there on a, oh, So, like, weird, stupid shit like that. Like, that, like, yeah, I worked, but I was, like, also experiencing some ridiculous shit with some crazy rednecks <laughs> and i'm being i'm the only mexican you know on so of course they're the ones that put you up there no i put myself up there because yeah. i wanted it i was like oh i'm down and they left me up what there. if you had died yeah how would they cover it i mean it's just the mexican yeah it's just the mexican get another one <laughs> <laughs> yeah my favorite videos are the ones of uh forklift, forklift operators where they're like backing up into something and they hit a pillar or something. And, and the mayhem. Whole, yeah, the it's, whole oh, dude. Like warehouse just falls down. I was so worried about that happening to me so many times. And it was so many cases where it, it would get close like that. That was just yeah. my asshole just <laughs> tightened <laughs> up. Especially dude. like the beer ones where like they're like working at a beer warehouse. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then you just see the wave. And everything's just, just opening, <laughs> exploding. Oh, yeah. my God, dude. That's the those, worst thing. Those are the best videos. I've had incidents where I'm picking up a load, <laughs> picking up a load, <laughs> and it's so heavy that this forklift lifts from the back tires it lifts up and i'm like oh shit it comes back down okay i drop it i'm not doing that ever again yeah <laughs> trying too many loads you know like oh no that stuff's crazy man i, I wouldn't know what to do with it i would just be like i, I want to go i and say I, i've never had it that was i would say that was my first actual job because i did so many different things that i had never even thought about that i didn't even really learn in school like i was just like, all right go out there and i learned and it was it was pretty fun. But other than that, I mean, my first job wasn't that amazing. It was, Or not, not that it was, should be amazing, but there wasn't weird situations where... Was that the first place you had ever applied? Zoomies? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't apply anywhere else. Hmm. And if anything... Oh, if anything, this is the weird thing about it. Uh, one of my uh, friends, good friends, Juan, he's my old audio engineer, the one that lives in Beaumont now. Uh, me and him were both trying to work there. Um, so we both tried to apply. Both applied, whatever. He got a call back. I didn't. And then uh, he told me, hey, man, he said they called me at, to go interview. We're doing a group interview. Let's go into the store. There's a line. He said, just come here. Just come to the store. Come inside and tell him you got the call back. And I did that. They didn't even call me back, dude. And I went in and I was like, uh, he said, ask for Nick. Oh, no, ask for Diego. My bad. Diego. And I was like, okay. So I was like, hey. Diego. yeah, yeah. And then so he's all like, oh, here for the interview. I was like, yep. All right. Line up. And I got the job. Okay, question. Because I, I used to work across Azumi's uh, back mm-hmm. when I was at Katie. Mm-hmm. And uh, I went, I, I was walking out one day with my assistant manager, and I'm like, we're in the parking lot, and we see these kids, and they're like, and I, I talked to her name was, uh, what was her name? I think it was like Bev or something like that. I walked by, I'm like, hey, uh, what are y'all doing? And she's like, interviews. And they had him like walking around like dogs and like she was like, show me your war face. And she's like, ah, and she yells in the, in the associate's face and the associate would yell back. And she's like, nope, you don't want the job en- enough. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? That was like the weirdest. They wouldn't do that with us, but they were always trying to like, I, I can, I can see something like that happening up North, but like within the zoomies store thing, have you've seen those memes about zoomies I, employees yeah, and Bryson. yeah, bright, like. It's like a weird little niche of people who like they're cool. They're they're they want to be so cool that it's uncool to be cool, but they're super cool. Yeah, I, I've never walked into Zoomies and felt comfortable just because. Yeah, it's just the vibe. Yeah, it's weird. Like their tr- their vibe is too much. They're trying to like oh, that's so all. Just like I didn't really fit in there. I actually I heard an interesting story about the Zoomies there at the outlet. Said that uh, I don't know. My buddy used to work there, or he or he had a buddy that used to work there. But he said that they would give discounts 
to girls that would show them their tits. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's just like a. What? I'm That's sure. not surprising to me from just working in a zoomies. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's just like a like a story that you've heard somewhere and then somebody repeats it and then it becomes fast. Yeah, twisted up or something. Yeah, Boston but translation. Because the meme that I always see is like, okay, somebody shopping in, in zoomies and they have a, they have a a girl has a pair of shorts and the guy's like, let's do oh, those shorts those shorts would look really cool with this grip tape. <laughs> you know trying to build a sale but they're just like oh it's just so bad i laugh at those so much because because i've kind of not, not that i've seen it firsthand but i've been in the zoomies and any zoomies i go to i get the same feeling every time and i'm just uh, yeah i remember this store i used to work with or used to work at it was a sports store oh kind of like a kind of like a nike or a reebok or whatever um I remember one of the dressing rooms, I, I opened it, I opened it one for a customer, it smelled like shit. I was just like, oh, okay, this smells pretty bad, somebody must have farted, you know, it's an outdoor mall, so not a big deal. Go open the other one for you, open the other one, go back to the first one, spray it down with Febreze. An hour or so later, somebody's like, hey, can you use the fitting room? Sure. Go back to the same one, it still smells like shit. So I was like, okay, there's something wrong in here. <laughs> open up the other one, come back, check it out. I come back, and I look under the bench in the fitting room, and there's like... A pile of shirts in the corner so it's like me not thinking anything they're just a pile of shirts right yes yeah, pile of shirts. i reached in it's wet <laughs> oh, like soaking no. wet and i was like okay pulled it out and it's a turd just covered in shirts oh, <laughs> yeah and i just dropped it close to the <laughs> room car manager was like hey i found this in the room he's like all right cool uh Grab some gloves from the restroom, clean it up. I was like, no. Oh my god! You should have not. You should have just left it where it was. <laughs> let the next guy figure it out. Or you should have let a customer go in. You you like open the door for a customer. They go in. They discover oh, it. And, and and then and then I was like, oh, so I should just throw away the shirts, right? And it's like, no, no, no. Save it. Put it in a bag because we have to damage it out. And I was like, like okay. Just keep the tags and just get rid of it. No, he oh just like god. save everything. And I was like, oh, That's okay. Disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. First jobs are kind of weird, I guess. That's first jobs. I mean, it's uh, knock on wood, but it's been a good two years, maybe. No, yeah, three years, maybe that we haven't had a kid shit in the store. <laughs> and like, and it always happens when me and Rick are there, and it's always diarrhea, and it's always it's bigger than the pot. The puddle is bigger than the kid. Like it is, <laughs> yeah. the worst thing. So ever. speaking, I guess speaking of fecal situations in in the workplace <laughs> shitty dude shitty situations in the fucking workplace when i was working up there i worked night shift there was a a day shift right around 4 four thirty, we would switch our shifts but day shift always had like 20 40 people stacked employees you know night shift we had like 10 of us yeah. so we knew who was who right we knew all this there was just two restrooms there's the clean restrooms for the plant managers and stuff but we could go in there too and then there was like a back restroom by the walders area where it was just not taken care of it was just bad you know i mean you imagine being a walder under a hood all the time and then just anybody working you're not going to walk across the warehouse to do your business you got to get it done right now because you're also trying to meet something some type of quota for a quantity of product right there was in the when i i remember if it was me or my friend dax went into that back restroom and he came back, he was a welder at the time, and he said, there is shit on the walls <laughs> in the back restroom. And we're like, okay, so we go check, like, we were like, okay, we're, like, how much shit, you know what I mean? <laughs> a fucking, like a, like a hand smear, like, you can tell, you know how when they do the paint, like, yeah. handprints with paint kits, you can see, like, a fucking smear, like, like someone's hand, like someone got, accidentally got it on their hands, and we were like, holy fuck. That's and their first thought is to just like, oh, let me just wipe it on this wall. They didn't sacrifice I guess, the sock. Dude, they, they, wanted, they were just going for it. Or maybe they didn't have enough toilet paper covering their hand. They wiped and they got some on their hand. They're like, oh, shit. I that's, got a poop. Shit to... that's a lot of shit. That's a lot of shit. That's what I'm saying, <laughs> to man. get on the wall. But yeah, man, it's just a shitty situation sometimes. Okay. Literally. With shit. Total tangent. But one time, me and Rick used to go to go see UFC fights at... Uh, at Buffalo Wings and Rings there in mm-hmm. Westico. And uh, one time I was like, all right, cool. Had a few beers, a few of those big old beer tubes. And I'm like, all right, cool. So I had to go take a piss, run, 
and I have a thing where I don't pee at ur- urinals because I have like a fourth grade trauma that happened to me. So I always I have if I'm going to use a public restroom, it's got to be trauma. in the stall. <laughs> yeah. It has to be in the stall. Uh-huh. So I went in there and I, I opened the door. And I'm like, oh shit! There was a turd that was about this thick, standing straight up out of the toilet, and the tip of it was out of the water, <laughs> like an iceberg. Did it wink at you? No. no. <laughs> I looked at it, I was like, holy crap, like, I'm not going to flush that, that's majestic. Like, <laughs> yeah, so that's someone's I was art. Like, that, yeah, I was like, man, that must have hurt coming out. So <laughs> I closed the door, I'm like, fuck. Sorry to bother I you. I go into the next stall <laughs> so human. to go take a piss, do my business, the guy, some guy walks in, walks into the stall and goes, oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, I'm not, touching, I'm not flushing that. So he walks out, he appreciated the art. <laughs> I finished taking a piss. He went to the store after me. Anyways, I go back out into the, to, back into the restaurant. We're watching a few more beers. I have to go drain the main vein again. Take off. Go back. Open the stall again. It's still there after an hour, dude. <laughs> Nobody. Everyone's to flush respecting it. it. This is in South Park. Stan Marsh said they're they're spraying it with a water bottle. Yeah, Keep it structure. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, it was. Oh god. Oh, man. That's good, man. Yeah, that's fucking. So, what was your topic, Franny? Um, <laughs> it's it's kind of the same lines of uh, jobs. Um, I don't know if you saw the new story. Uh, it says guy in somewhere here in Texas actually. He was working at a barbecue place and as a server, and uh, he got a got his was uh, receipt back from the customer. You know. Send the tip, whatever, and it said, "We don't serve terrorists, or we don't give tips to terrorists, or something, something along along those lines." What part of Texas was this? Um, I don't know, somewhere, somewhere up north. I can't, I don't have my phone with me, so can't find the story. But just because his name was like Khalid or something. Um, wow, dude. Yeah. I'm just assuming. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. And uh, it turns out that the guy. He didn't have a rude customer that wrote that on the receipt. It was him. He wrote it himself, and it got like national coverage and all this other stuff. How did they find out though that the, he that he wrote it himself? Oh well, uh, well he conf- he confessed to oh, to doing it. So I'm guessing they probably caught him on camera because the the restaurant launched an investigation mm. and they okay. banned they banned the customer from the thing. So I'm, wow. I'm pretty sure the customer was like, "Hey, this didn't happen," or whatever. I love your food. Yeah. <laughs> But I, I don't I don't know like there's a lot of there's a lot of injustices going on and I I just don't get how people can get off on playing the victim when there's other people that are suffering the same kind of thing like you know especially like, especially like how things are now with just politically like what do you gain from doing something like something like that. What playing the victim card thing? Yeah, like the server writing that. Yeah, doing victim like maybe he saw the situation. He's like, oh, maybe I can get away with something like. Yeah. Like, what am I gonna get out of it? Yeah, maybe they see a diff. I don't know. Maybe they see like a, a a result that they're gonna get something from it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm guessing they didn't leave a tip, so it was like, oh, I'm gonna get a tip this way. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just it. I hate when people play the victim card. And I mean, I don't know what it, what kind of outcome he was trying to get. Obviously, he got national news. He's on the Washington Post. I'm just looked at the article. It doesn't say where it happened. But, but I don't think that's what he wanted with his name, right? No. You're on. Yeah, you have the attention, but you did a a horrible choice. Like you had, you made a horrible choice of doing something like that. And now, yeah, because it, it's it's not. I don't know. It's just dumb. I, I just wanted to bring it up because I just feel like. There's something like there's some things that you shouldn't mess around with, and especially like racism. Don't do that, even if like Ford or trying to pick it on yourself. I don't know. It's He's not, trying to be opportunistic. He's yeah. just trying to yeah. take advantage of the of the way the government's being run right now with with Trump in office and all these viral videos. Depending on what sites you follow, um, where it shows just. People being racist towards each other and and saying, "Oh, well, they're obviously a Trump supporter," but you, you don't know. You, there's no context as to what how the conversation happened or how the the yeah. confrontation happened. So, 
I mean, it's just sad to to even think that people are going to stoop down to that level to have to. Yeah, of course. Especially when, like, nobody wants to not say, like, oh, you're not being um, suppressed or you're not being, um, you're not you're not getting racism, like, towards you. Like, nobody wants to say that, you know? So when it happens, you, of course, people react like, oh, fuck that person that's doing it. But when you cry wolf, then you don't know what to believe yeah. anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, also we're living in, in a time where attention is the new entrepreneurship. Like, attention is the thing that people are striving for. It's like, it's like attention is now beating the currency. Because oh, yeah, with sure. attention, you get the money, right? So, I mean, imagine we're constantly on our social media scene the people that we like to see, whether entertainers or whatever, whether, whatever it may be, and we see the, this number of how many viewers or followers they might have. I mean, in the moment, you're not really thinking about it, but maybe subconsciously, you're, that's making a change in your the way your brain operates. So that guy was maybe just a piece of him was seeking attention, and he realized he messed up, so he confessed, like you said, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, just I mean, a piece of attention, maybe, man. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you if you have something to call out, like racism, like, hey, call it out, no, no big deal, but just if you're gonna do it make sure that you it's it's truthful yeah sorry that's kind of a downer subject from what we're talking no, no, about yeah but. i mean i guess it's that's a perfect way i guess it stemmed a lot of different ideas from us into the topic i wanted to talk about of the i saw this trending thing on my feed on a that said there was a possibility of a second civil war <laughs> being started in America, I mean, first, okay, first before I dwell dwell into the topic, I mean, okay, let's let's separate that. Well, I mean, how would you think a second civil war would play out if it ha- if it was happening? It's happening right now, right? Let's say it's happening right now. Okay, a second civil war in the states. I called it. How, what? I called this too. That that's why when we talked about the, the when we first introduced the topic, I was like, okay, I I know where I'm going to stand because I, I I called it too. After. Because Facebook was divided, oh, at least on my feed, when it came to when Trump got elected, and I was like, "Holy shit!" People were calling each other out, saying, "You're stupid, motherfucker," and being racist. I'm like, "That's your tia," like, yeah. you know. And it's all in my family, and so it was. I was like, "Oh wow!" Like some people are willing to die just to say that their guy won. Yeah, yeah. and so. And it doesn't have to be a religious thing. It doesn't have to be a race thing. A race thing, but I can see I can see it happening. And so, I mean, with that alone, with people's opinions and like I, I'm I, myself, I find myself that I'm I'm centered left, just ever so slightly. I have uh, conservative values, and I also have like liberal views, and but I, I see myself in, in right in the middle. But. Um, and so I just I don't know, man. I don't know why people can't just be a decent fucking human being. It's too many people, man. <laughs> so okay, this, this civil war thing. Where did it come from? Um, I it just it was just a random thing on Twitter that see because it, it was connected to Alex Jones is what I'm saying. Oh, okay, of course. That's what I'm saying that it was connected to Alex Jones that he had he was predicting. I don't know if you know Alex Jones people, but this I don't know. I was going to say cook or he's a cook. Or a prophet, right? Cook as in K double O K. A cook, you know, is being just somebody who's just a kook. A kook, just um, being crazy, bizarre, like just conspiracy theorist. Just weird, yeah, yeah. Or a prophet, you know, because he does have a lot of listeners and followers. And I mean, if we took from this situation with the server, there's people out there that have a different mentality right they have a different yeah. way of thinking that yeah. can see how some of his news stories they're probably like oh this is true yeah this is the this truth. is this is the truth this is happening you know picklegate you know what i mean like <laughs> i don't know what that means but I'll, I'll <laughs> you've never seen picklegate <laughs> alex jones okay we'll get into that another time but yes see i also see this the whole civil war a second civil war happening there's too many snowflakes <laughs> no not snowflakes but it is fucking hot dude what are we going to be out there trying to kill each other in the heat? <laughs> oh, okay. So you're, you're you're just saying like there's not going to be no fighting because people are like you know what? Let's just do let's just do the weekend. It's going to be a digital. It's going to be a social war, well, a social media well, war. That's what that's what's going on right now. There's like a, a culture war, culture war with like memes and stuff. Like it's always the 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 trolls online trying to trigger the snowflakes and <laughs> snowflakes. Uh, 
and it's it, I don't know. I don't think it's a. Uh, I don't think it's productive just because everything that's going on, there's a lot of serious things going on and they're just like dumbing it down to memes, which some memes are great. I don't, I love memes, yeah. but yeah. but you just can't conduct yourself politically through memes. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's sad. But that's the thing though. Like our president is a whole meme is a meme. Him is a living meme, but he's, he, he's tweeting, you know what I mean? Like what, what president ever, I'm, I, it's that, such a crazy time to be alive is what i'm saying like yeah and i don't think he's done like a uh uh like a face-to-face interview whether except that that's not with like foreign leaders uh an interview like a like a i don't know i don't know what i'm trying to say it, but it's just all all his policies are just through text i mean through twitter and like i don't know if you guys saw this video where it's like oh vladimir putin's coming to the white house and the National Security Advisor, National Security Advisor, uh, was at a summit or at a, a convention, and he found out through through Twitter. <laughs> oh my, <laughs> my god, god like, dude! Like the people guy, on like, this cabinet have no idea what's going on. Yeah, and, and now they're doing the whole like, Trump says one thing, and he's like, "Oh no, I didn't say that." It's like we have you on video. <laughs> there's video, like this video of me right now. I'll be like, "Hey, what's up? My name is Fernie," and then I turn around, it's like, "My name's not Fernie." The presidency and this whole political system is like, it's like we're going to a hangout. Fernie's, Fern's not invited, right? And he finds out through Facebook, what the fuck, guys? You guys fucking went to the hangout? Where was I? That's literally happened with our presidency. And then I turn around and be like, yeah, I was there. Yeah, I would. No, you weren't. Like, we, you know, we took a group photo with, you know what I mean? It's like some weird shit like that. Yeah. Oh, my God. I dude. don't know. I don't want to get into politics right now, but it, it's crazy how it's so easy for them just to, like, lie. And... People, people are taking them to task, and there's other people just like, nah, it's, it's cool. I don't know. What other topic do you want to talk about? No, I'm, I'm still, I'm still, in, I, I'm undecisive with Alex Jones. Like, is he that kooky, or is he a prophet? Yeah, like, is it... because okay, he he because think... some uh, some of his shit is outlandish. A lot of his shit is like, outlandish. Shit is he called Barack Obama a homosexual vampire who runs <laughs> he's great with words like wasn't he the same guy that said that there was uh water was making the frogs gay because there was yes yes what well, wasn't fluoride in the water is making frogs gay and uh during his divorce uh court date he couldn't remember his kid's name because he ate too much chili that that that, that day like oh i can't remember my kids names because i ate too much <laughs> dude oh that's what i'm saying like the whole pickle gate thing all right let me get into it okay he's calling it pickle gate because uh i think it's a Watergate, right with nixon and shit where he sure. takes it off of, he, it's a play on that he's talking about a time where hillary clinton is on a talk show i think conan i don't remember what and the host tries to get her to open a jar of pickles and she's over here over exaggerating, like ah, oh, trying to open it, opens it, right? And she's like, ah, oh, falls over, and they get it over. And and Alex Jones is like, what is going on here? He's he's breaking down this video of Hillary Clinton opening a pickle jar. He's like, I didn't hear a pop. You know, you open a pickle jar, whoop, okay. it's like vacuum sealed. He's like, that's not a real pickle jar. Like he's, that's what I'm saying. This weird outlandish, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna test it out here. Let's see if I can do it. He gets a sorry. He gets a pickle jar, and he's like. So when I open it, you're going to hear a pop. It's going to pop, right, with his hands. And he's like, oh, I can't open this. This is literally happening right now. <laughs> I can't open it right now. <laughs> and he's just, it's just. Hillary the, Clinton's a lizard. Hillary <laughs> Clinton is a bisexual out, outer space extraterrestrial. Like, it's just crazy stuff. But he's so sincere about it, is what I'm yeah. saying. Like, Well, I mean, well, like I said, with the whole court date thing, with the whole his being in court to get custody of his children, uh, because his wife is even surprised. Uh, he says he's just playing a character, but he goes on his show. He's like, "No, this is the truth. I'm telling you the truth." <laughs> and uh, he's kind of dangerous because he's the one that started the whole uh, PizzaGate thing, where there's like a a pedophile ring in the bottom of basement of some pizza place in Washington, in Washington D.C. Did you and, hear about this? No. And one of his PizzaGate, no. yeah, yeah. One of his yeah, one of his listeners went to this place with a with gun. With a gun. And so I don't know if he shot up the place or he threatened to. He's like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go save these kids." It's like, okay, your heart's in the right place. Like, but this is this is that's true. radical as fuck. This isn't true, and 
uh, we're talking about Facebook. Well, not talking about Facebook, but Facebook. Uh, he, Alex Jones denied that Sandy Hook happened, that uh, Aurora happened, like all these kids that are dead because of a gunman. He's like, no, it's just it's just the government doing a false flag operation. We know it happened. There's proof of it happening. Like there's kids that are dead. Parents are missing their kids. But he's still like throwing that like, oh, that's a lie. And Facebook is trying to fight the whole fake news thing, but they still allow Alex Jones, a known conspiracy theorist that just tells lies on their platform, and they're like, no, he's good. He, I mean, he also called out uh, after the last shooting. What was the last shooting? Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. There's been so many. So not that's, or I'll say Orlando. That's no, no. The concert in. Uh, no, it was the one Vegas. where the they said that the the main kid who was like the. The spokesperson for oh, the school, uh, uh, Stoneman Douglas, in Florida, maybe. But they were saying that he's like a CIA agent's oh Parkland yeah, yeah. Uh, son, and that they put him to the they made him go out there, and they we have footage of him saying, uh, "The government wanted me to say this, or they told me to say this," and he's I don't know. It's he stirs the pot so much that I don't know what to believe. I, he also thinks that nine eleven was an inside job, uh, which I believe. Um, <laughs> I mean, so I don't know. Is he is he a kook or is he uh, a I prophet? Don't, I don't think you should give him that much credit. Like he is a straight up. Yeah, prophet, prophet is a ridiculous. I, I, yeah, you know, just, I, I'm not trying to say because of the civil war, but uh, yeah, I mean, I think he's a, he's a fucking kook. Everybody made fun. Made, everybody made fun of that whole uh, civil war hashtag or thing on Twitter. Like, I saw, I saw so many tweets out of, like, oh, this person went here, so I bought an ice cream, and that's a civil war. Like, it's just something like that. It's just something like that people were making fun of it, because it's, it's, it's just so crazy. Yeah. But, okay, say there was a civil war. How would the country be divided? Would it be, like, straight in the middle? Like, north or south? Or would it be, like... It would be, like, three waves. Texas would be fucking... <laughs> Texas would be holding themselves would it, down. <laughs> would it be like that like that meme of the, the dog? Like, if a dog were to wear pants, how would they wear it? Was it like on his legs or just on his bottom? Yeah, half. just bottom half or just the, the back half. I think it would it would it would have to be internal. It's so mixed. I mean, if you look at uh, obviously, it is so mixed, man. Texas is a red state, but the Valley voted eighty five or eighty five or eighty seven percent for Hillary. Like it was, it's a very Democratic area down here, but the rest of the state is more conservative, and so I mean. Even my cousins, who was in the military, and he everything that the military says is right because they told it told it to him directly. Um, he's a marine. He's crazy. He's got a lot of mental issues. Um, that like, I don't know. I it, like it, it sucks because like people, my family was going to war online, calling each other stupid and and saying you need to apologize to your mother, and then. The mother's like, my son is can believe in whatever he wants to because he can, but she also voted Democrat and he's calling her dumb and all Democrats or Democrats or whatever they want to call it. Yeah, just it's so petty. I don't, I don't know. It, it might divide the country. Uh, maybe there might not be an actual war with like bloodshed. Yeah. Maybe there will. Yeah, it's it's the, just like I said, it's probably just a cultural war where. Uh, somebody believes one thing and then there's all these facts and people can't accept it like I don't know and and then you just call people names online and that's I think that's the worst it's gonna get I mean hopefully it's the worst it's gonna get because I'm not trying to fight anybody yeah I mean <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think it, I don't think it'll happen man I, I, not in this country should no. I say not in this country I think no I, I think there's too many people too many influential people as well they're gonna be like hey this is went too far I mean I hope people would be like no this has gone too far let's just calm down yeah like i i think a piece of me pretends to picture that like there's going to be an obstruction that's going to stop the entire cycle of the regular person going to work and you know like 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 when you're going somewhere to a to a store somewhere and then a certain highway is blocked off you have to get off so there's a giant junction right mm-hmm. like i expect like something like that's gonna happen with our country but no every every you know every day is still the normal thing and, and you know I, like i don't think we're ever gonna just to see some extraordinary something i think a good example of why it wouldn't happen it was like hurricane harvey hit houston and 
people from everywhere just came in and helped rebuild and clean up and people brought votes got people out of places nobody asked like hey are you a republican democrat yeah. whatever i mean we literally went we went to that comedy show and there was people here from florida yeah helping the flood victims from that rain that we got you know i didn't even i didn't even know about that yeah and I, i'm pretty sure they they don't care yeah they had a good time seemed like it <laughs> yeah and, yeah and i'm and i'm pretty sure like um yeah most of most of the things that you see online i feel like it's just the the vocal vocal minority like sure we can disagree with uh your neighbor or whatever but at the end of the day it's still your neighbor you know say hi and bite them maybe maybe you don't even talk to him but you're not gonna egg his house or do anything to hurt them i mean you never know yeah yeah you can't you can't live naive you can't be naive you well, know was, but but you can also just like always live in fear of what you don't know i mean what was it like two weeks ago with that video of the guy who who threw a couple like a, he was at, they were out so some teenagers were sitting at whataburger and this guy walks up and says you can't wear that great make america great again cap in here and he takes the cap away from him yeah and throws a drink in his face and it's two little teenagers like that to me is that's 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 assault. Are, yeah, it's assault. Like you, you can't do that. I mean, it could get even worse. I mean, death threats. Um, I mean, you have. I mean, there's those Trump rallies where, uh, when he was running for president, where he was just like, hey, if you if you, if you punch this person or if you hurt that person, you kick him out of here. Like I'll pay for your bill. What the fuck is that though? Like yeah, I mean it's different because one was running for president. Some this other guy is just some random guy at a Whataburger. Um, but I I feel like people would just hang on to that. Like oh, see, liberals are dangerous or whatever, or they're starting a a war. But at the end of the day, people are just like, no, I'm a liberal. I see that shit. I'll be like, yeah, we'll cut that shit out. Like that's not that's not what you need to do. Unless like your life is being threatened by this guy wearing a mega hat, what is this? Just look at it, be like, all right, cool. I don't, I don't agree with that guy, so I'm probably not gonna talk to that guy. Unless he's calling you names or whatever, then that's something you should. Yeah, because I also see that there's a, it, it it stems from something, right? Like the area you're raised in, you know, of course, who raises you. So I guess like an example for me would be like in San Benito. There's a lot of uh, areas. Uh, that we we sing we when I was younger because I live in a cul-de-sac, it's pretty decent, right? It's nice living, decent for us, right? Working class and like there's places like La Palma and like Aina where it's, I mean it's lower class a little bit, I guess. I don't I don't know what their financial status is, but that's where like you see more gangsterish cholo type dudes. Like that mentality is what they're around, you know, like. So these types of subjects are like some things that certain people don't even think about. It's not in their everyday lives at all from the friends that they surround themselves with. So when you get somebody saying on the internet a video of somebody speaking radically, even though they might be saying, Alex Jones, I'm just a troll, you know, it's a character. Somebody with that type of mental state would just be like, yeah, he's right. I fucking hate this type of person with this type of this. I'm going to do something about it. And they already have different things There's that's in their history of how they were raised that's going to bring that out of them so they just need some person with confidence to tell them to not even tell them specifically but just say a certain feeling and they're like i agree with that i'm gonna act on it yeah because everybody, you know? everybody wants to be part of a group and if that group is just spouting out stuff that you believe in that nobody else does and especially online now where everybody's connected you just you just be like hey i like red cars and you belong to a red car group and i think that's what Alex Jones and those type of conspiracy theories. Like, I'm not. I don't have a problem with like Republicans or conservatives getting together and saying like, "Hey, I want um, these policies in place." Like, cool. That's what you want. Fine. But when you start going to like, "Hey, we need to get rid of this whole race of people," that that's not cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or or when they start spotting conspiracy theories of like, "Oh, these tragedies are fakes," and uh, you need to buy. A gun to protect yourself. I was like, okay, like that's a little. Well, so that's the thing. Like, with, okay, you see, oh, we let's get the whole thing with a. You see a post or something, right? Let's get rid of a, a politician. Might say, let's get rid of this whole race of people, right? Mm -hmm. But we're also coming from the time where 
the normal society, like not normal society, but just an average person like us, you know, on Facebook and stuff, though somebody will post a meme, I'm fucking dead inside. But it's jokingly, you know what I mean? They're joking and we know that we accept it. We take it lightly, you know? So imagine something like that. Even somebody says that someone's going to take it lightly. We yeah. come in a different time. You know, we're, we're living in a weird time. You know, things are said or posted online and they can be jokes. We know the context of them. So we take it in that fashion. So at what point do we start seeing certain... Like the same thing happening politically? Yeah. And then we take it lightly. Yeah. But it's fucking wiping out a specific species of animal or some shit. You know what I mean? Like, oh my God, dude, we're living in a crazy time. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. Well, that was... That was... Okay, that was, so that was pretty... <laughs> all right. Just a little slight palate cleanser before we, we, we uh, wrap up. Uh, really quickly. Um, I want to know something about... Like, what do you do in this situation? So, the other night, I'm with my wife. We're talking. Wait, wait, wait. With who? My wife. <laughs> I'm with my wife, and we're talking, uh-huh. and we're cuddling, and I have my arm around her, and my my right arm goes numb. I don't know what to do when you're spooning with someone. Like, what do you do with the arm? Do you hold it like this? Do you put it under the pillow, and you're laying there like this? Or I just don't know. Okay, so first, typically I lay on it until I can't take it anymore. And then I, I'm like, all right, good. All right, yeah, good yeah, we're, it's yeah. Over. There so, has, this is a good market, man. We got to invent something over this because it's 2018, dude. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> I saw an as seen on TV clip of a guy who's like, we sell mattresses that have a slit in it. Oh, my dude. I was just literally thinking about that. And like you can wedge your arm in there. And and you can like have a, a good cuddle session. That's what I was thinking. Like, okay, the mattress, right? And then there's like a little... You can remove a piece of foam where your arm just chills. No numbness. You don't have to deal with that. And you can oh, just cuddle, you know, like a spooning. Well, it, so it's like a divot, like, or like, yeah. Well, yeah, it, within the mattress or however like it may be. It's not cutout. It is a slit. Like, yeah. So it's like a giant block of foam uh-huh. with a slit that, like, kind of like the way a, a cigarette box flips open. Okay, And you yeah. put your arm in there and then you cuddle. No numbness. And no numbness. And, and it's like a normal feeling. Instead of laying on top of your yeah. arm. So I'm just curious. How do you all cuddle? What um, do you do with that arm? Well, first off, it depends on how long you've been in the relationship. If, if you're, in, it's, you're a, new, it's a new relationship, you're going to be cuddling for hours. We're in it with three years or more. You're not cuddling for fucking more than two minutes. So yeah. that's done. We are, okay, we already solved the problem right there. <laughs> just stay in the relationship. <laughs> and you'll realize you don't need to be fucking cuddling. <laughs> but for the newcomers, what's the outcome? What's the solution? Uh, I don't know. I, I like having her on my left side. So I do the under the pillow, but just at the edge where like her head's like right here. And my other mom's like, of course, like around her. So it's not like it's not under her head. So I can get out if I, if I need to just run away. But uh, yeah, well, that's that's an I guess it depends how you're laying, because if she's her back's to you, you got that. I got, yeah, you got that got her back arm underneath so the body, you know, and I fucking on. go through it all the time, too. I'm just like, all right, I'm done. And then you get the hair in her, her hair in your face. And, yeah. <laughs> or I'll just be like, my turn. <laughs> and she's big spooning now. So, yeah. Or just be like, all right, I'm done. Just turn away. Turn so, away. What does she do? She's just like, <laughs> takes off her arm. We, that's what I'm saying. We just need to get the cybernetics. So half half machine, half human. Then we just get lose the arms. Just get some robot arms. Never go numb. Make Fuck it cuddling it. great again. Well, at that point, you wouldn't even need a fucking girlfriend. You just have the cyborg arm masturbating. You're fucking. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need a girlfriend anymore. <laughs> I needed that future. There's life. a there's a documentary. I don't know if it's on Netflix or um, somewhere else, but there's um, a documentary where they follow Japanese uh, adults, male adults, adults. Uh, because they substitute their girlfriends for sex robots. Like, they're not dating anymore because they have sex robots that are so realistic or life or feel, like, realistic that they don't even need to talk to girls anymore. Then their population is going down. Because I can believe that coming from... What, what Japan. Japan, because all that, like, from what I've seen is that they're so... Ad- they're advanced or they're really interested in sexual technology and and stuff like that, yeah. that type of... Thing. So I can see how they can be advanced. Not advancing. I'm saying that you, you know, want to get but away from it's, it's, an actual woman. I don't think it's it's a, 
I don't know if it's it's if it's as taboo as it is here, like just talking about sex, like people just like freak out. Um, and I feel like it's more open there, especially with like anime and whatever. Oh yeah. Akitin. Arigato. But uh, yeah. Maybe 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 you should go to Japan and look for one of those cybernetic arms. Yeah, maybe 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 that's the solution. Forget the numbness. Forget the girlfriend. Dude. Forget the girlfriend. <laughs> go to Japan. You don't even need get to get a doll. <laughs> you don't even, yeah, just put them in your closet. Shut up, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> maybe program something in them so they so when they reply back, yes, sir. You know, <laughs> give me a little more it gets satisfaction. Level of creepy. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's 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 pretty intense. But I, I, that's another thing that I, I feel like we should be covering on this is. The sexual aspect of life, as you know, sexual topics. That's fun to talk oh, about to me. That's for another podcast. No, I'm, it's for another podcast? Yeah, no, completely. No, After no, Dark. Another episode. Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. I'm just saying I want to talk about that kind of stuff because it's all kinds of things, you know. It's the After Dark episode. Hey, guys, this is Skinamax. And, uh... <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, guys, that was the very first episode of the Laugh and Death podcast. <laughs> um, again, I'm Dave. Fern. Alex, or you can call me Zella. Yeah, he's got a YouTube channel. You want to go ahead and plug your stuff? Uh, yeah, I'll go ahead and plug it in right here. You can follow me on the Stay Unknown YouTube channel if you like watching uh, the process of beat making. I make hip-hop instrumentals, so you can check that out. But uh, go ahead and follow Laugh and Death podcast first, and then we can plug the rest of our stuff in. But yeah, it was pretty fun this time. What do you think? Uh, yeah, it was pretty fun. I should do it again. Uh Awesome. Well, if you uh, liked what you heard, you like what you saw, follow us at uh, Laugh and Death uh, Podcast on Instagram, uh, youtube.com slash laugh and death, and we're out. Later. See you guys.
somebody 